0: Welcome to another episode of In Moments Like These with David Graham. David is a speaker, author, businessman, former pastor, and founding director of Youth of a Mission, Montana. We believe that God is at work, constantly tugging at our hearts, working in and through relationship around us. Join us as we dive into a new devotional, as David shares a lifetime of personal moments and hopes to inspire you to see God the Father at work in your own moments. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of In Moments Like These.
1: I believe that some friendships are just meant to be because our Heavenly Father, the author of our tomorrow, knows what is best for us and what is best for His kingdom purposes. So He makes it happen. He creates what I will call a divine friendship. And that's the kind of friendship that I had with a man named Hal Curtis. I totally believe that it was a setup, that God made our relationship happen. Hal and I were blessed with a divine friendship. I've been waiting for the right time to devote an episode to my friend Hal. This is episode number 70. And it is a tribute to his memory. Because on Sunday, January 22nd of this year, 2023, at the age of 85, while surrounded by his dear wife Pauline and 11 of his loving children and grandchildren, Hal quietly closed his eyes and was gone. And I know this. I can see it in my mind's eye. Hal joyfully walked up the road to our father's house. And I know there was a huge and distinctive smile on his face as he eagerly made the walk, because I know he was watching out for someone extremely dear to him. Alan Pauline's firstborn son, David, alongside his angel, had taken his own walk on the same road to heaven in 1968, when he was only six years old. And I know David was eagerly waiting for his dad at the road's end waiting to race into his dad's open arms. What a reunion it was. I will never forget the first time I saw and met Hal. It was on the fourth Monday night in January of 1973, a little over a month after Kathy and I and our little children arrived from Southern California and settled in Kalispell, Montana. As I said in an earlier podcast called Connecting the Dots, It was only a couple weeks after arriving in the small town that I was invited to lead a weekly home fellowship meeting that was held in a good-sized neighborhood garage and made up of some very interesting folks, both young and old, short-haired business owners, mixed in with some long-haired Jesus people. But all were serious God-seekers, and God was showing up. It appeared that the Word was getting out, that God was showing up. And on that particular Monday night, three highly respected local pastors, dressed in sport coats and ties, showed up and sat in the very back row. I learned afterwards that they just wanted to check things out. Hmm. Or check me, this newcomer, out, anyway. And Hal was one of the three pastors who was there, just checking things out. And... It was an awesome night. Everyone worshiped with all their hearts. And when the night was over, I began feeling that I might have found a new friend. The next day, Hal and I had lunch together. Within a few weeks, Hal was co-leading the Monday Night Fellowship group with me. I think it was within another month that Hal asked me to join him as his assistant pastor at the Little Brown Church in Big Fork. Two years later or so, We would pioneer a new church in Kalispell together, New Covenant Fellowship, Hal as senior pastor and me as associate pastor. And through it all, our faithful God kept showing up. Hal was not only my dear friend, he was like an older brother, 11 years my senior with a lot more education and experience. He was my teacher, counselor, mentor, and unbeknownst to me, he would become the door opener to my future major ministry assignment. Other than my dad, there has been no other man that has played a more significant role in my life story than Hal Curtis did. I valued every mealtime we shared, and there were hundreds of those. I loved our mountain hikes and campouts. How well I remember the windshield time we shared together while covering thousands of miles of Montana highways. And in every situation, whether it was sitting in a local restaurant, in front of a campfire, or in the front seat of Hal's trusty scout, there was always some new revelation going on. And along with that, new enthusiasm. Having had only one semester of Bible college, Hal had become my college, seriously, but at a much higher level. I remember almost nothing about my one semester on a Bible college campus, But I remember thousands of things that the Holy Spirit taught me one-on-one with Hal. And I didn't have to pay any tuition. What a privilege it was to be discipled by Hal Curtis. I kind of understand how young Timothy must have felt about his older brother in the Lord, Paul the Apostle, the one who did the same kind of things for Timothy as Hal did for me. And lastly, I want to explain my words about Hal being a door opener for me, a door opener to my future major ministry assignment. Hal was always an advocate, an encourager of mine. And there were a number of times when he created ministry opportunities for me. For example, he arranged for me to lead worship at a couple different youth conferences. And there were a few times when traveling together on the road that he would ask me to speak in his place. One such time was at a small YWAM operation in Bozeman, Montana, YWAM's first Montana base for a few years in the mid-1970s, where I was first introduced to Youth with a Mission, YWAM. And at the end of a week of some amazing teaching with the DTS students, Hal asked me to share a message with them. It was a very meaningful and important experience for me. And that week of teaching led to another opportunity for Hal later that same year, this time in Kona, Hawaii, at the newly formed YWAM base there under the leadership of YWAM's international founder, Lorne Cunningham. And again, Hal asked me to go with him. Once again, Hal was used in a powerful way. The students were blown away with his teaching on spiritual warfare. And once again, Hal asked me to speak for him at the last session on that Friday night. Upon finishing, we witnessed a wonderful move of God take place among the students and the leaders, which went on late into the evening. Now here is where I'm going with this and Hal's relationship to all of this. Do you remember one of our earlier episodes that I called Directions in a Dream? If you haven't heard it, please go back and take a listen. But in short, my pastor, Pastor Jim Spillman, had a very vivid and full-color dream that God told him to share with me. Pastor Jim said this to me, David, I don't know what all this means, but God clearly told me to tell you this, and to tell you this right away. He continued, in my dream, you were standing in a beautiful valley surrounded by beautiful mountains. It reminded me of Switzerland, one of my favorite places on earth. And you were standing in the middle of an encampment of some kind, an encampment that was surrounded by a beautiful forest. And young people were coming to this encampment from different parts of the world, and then they were leaving to go to different parts of the world. And high over the encampment, frozen still in the sky, was the word youth. I knew immediately that Pastor Spillman's dream was absolute confirmation that Kathy and I were to move to the valley where my cousin Robin Graham and his wife Patty lived, and where we had visited twice, God was clearly directing us to completely uproot and to move to the beautiful Flathead Valley in Northwest Montana. We left California for Montana on Christmas night, just six weeks later. And just four weeks after that, I met Hal. It would be 12 years later in the fall of 1985 that Pastor Spillman's vivid dream would come true and I would become the pioneering director of a brand new YWM base in Lakeside, Montana. Today, nearly 38 years later, the encampment in the forest in the Flathead Valley has seen over 10,000 young people come from other parts of the world and then go to other parts of the world. As a result, over 100,000 people in those other parts of the world are now Christians, children of our Heavenly Father. Now think about this. It was my friend Hal Curtis who opened the door to all that. Hal was the man that God, the author of Tomorrow, used to introduce me to Lauren Cunningham and the greater YWAM family. It was always God's plan long before Kathy and I left California. And God made it happen within the framework of a special God-created relationship, a divine friendship. About midday on Saturday, January 21st of this year, my phone rang, and it was Hal. Actually, Pauline called and then handed the phone to Hal. It was so good to hear his voice. Since he and Pauline had moved back to Hal's home state of Pennsylvania over two years earlier, I had only spoken to him once or twice. So it was really special to get to visit with him. He told me that he was dealing with some new health issues. Nothing extremely serious, but he wanted me to know. The last words I ever said to him before Pauline took the phone from his hand was, I'm going to pray for you, Hal. The last words I heard him say in the background now was, David said, he's going to pray for me. I don't believe Hal or Pauline or his children had any idea, I certainly would never have imagined that Hal would pass the very next day. January 22nd. This is so interesting, to me at least. I just now searched for a calendar of January 1973. The fourth Monday in January of 1973, the night Hal and I first met, was also January 22nd which means that how passed, he walked up that wonderful heaven-bound road exactly 50 years to the day from the moment we first met, the day we began a divine friendship. I love you, dear brother. And I look forward to seeing you again and meeting your precious son, David. Dear friend, I'll just say this in closing. Every son and daughter of God has come to know God and to move forward in Him because God in His great love made it happen. And most of the time it has happened within the framework of a God-created relationship. Maybe this might be a good day to think about and be thankful for that special someone that God used to impact your life. And after that, keep pressing on perhaps with this scripture in mind. Hebrews 13 verse 7, remember those who taught you the word of God. Think of all the good that has come from their lives and follow the example of their faith. Dear Father in heaven, yes, in heaven, that wonderful place that one day will be ours to share with some very special people. You made heaven for all of us, for all of your beloved children. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for making it possible. Holy Spirit, please keep us focused on the glory that lies ahead. Let it be.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of In Moments Like These with David Graham. And we hope that this podcast and this episode can be another tool and resource to help you in this walk of faith. If this podcast has made a difference in your life, we would love to hear from you. Visit us online at InMomentsLikeThese.com. That's InMomentsLikeThese.com.